MP, Christmas is almost here. But doesn't that mean the world's about to end? Oh, don't be silly, Marcus. But what is about to end is the two-for-one tickets to the Wellness Base Camp. Jeepers, Bretto. Two-for-one tickets to the Wellness Base Camp close this Friday, December 15. Book your tickets now to go in the draw to win some incredible prizes. That's right, Bretto. We have three copies of Joe and Fuad's life-changing food to give away and up for a chat, Kim Morrison is giving one lucky Base Camp attendee the signature 28 diffuser with not one, not two, but three synergy blends, including festive spirit. That is valued at almost 200 bucks. All you need to do is book your tickets to the Wellness Base Camp by Friday, December 15 to go in the draw. Give yourself the best Christmas present ever. And win a prize. Two for one tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 10th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress, so you can be the queen of your stress and it not be the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm not going to say I'm overly excited about it, however, I'm excited about talking about this guy called Dom. Well, he's not really a guy, but uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, uh, a quick story about the gym, because... Today, I wanted to talk about delayed onset muscle soreness. So I usually get it around the wrong way and I'll say delayed muscle onset soreness, but that doesn't spell DOM, obviously. Um, however, is it's really interesting because my goal, and some of you um, have heard me speak about it before, in the past, my goal when I used to exercise or go to the gym was actually to avoid sweating. Uh, it used to be my claim to fame is if I had gone to see my personal trainer, if I'd been to a traditional gym, is that my goal was and something had gone pear-shaped if I'd actually broken out into a sweat. So DOM was something or DOMS was something that I never really had to deal with very much in the past other than when I was much younger and I used to go back to training the first the first day back to whether it was cricket, cricket softball, hockey, whatever sport I was playing at the time, that first session back you'd always have DOMS the next day. But it's been really interesting this week and it's actually inspired this 10th episode is talking about when certain stresses are good and when it actually shows you that you're improving. And that's definitely happened for me this week uh, when it's come to the gym. About three months ago, I um, I was in the, the group uh, functional fitness training studio that I train at F45 uh, in Shell Harbour. And I had looked at the boxes that everyone was jumping on and for so long I'd looked at them going, there's no way in hell I'm going to even attempt to do that because it's irresponsible because I've got to work and my knees won't be able to do it and all these excuses had had come flooding into my mind. And uh, after I'd finished at the Zebra Retreat, which is a retreat I run with the awesome Pauline Nguyen from Red Lantern, is that I'd come back inspired to be trying new things and to be shifting my comfort zone. And I remember telling my other half, who happens to be the studio manager at the gym, that I really wanted to, to see if I could do one eventually. So last Saturday was the first time that I'd been brave enough to attempt it and apparently I cleared it quite easily and managed to do this. So I managed to do my first box jump. 
Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, good grief, Dr. M, that's so easy. You've been doing them for years, things like that. For me, it was a big deal because it was breaking through a fear of well, what happens if I fall, um, if I hurt my wrists, if I hurt my knees, it affects my, my hands-on work. Uh, and just the fear of embarrassing myself, to be really honest, is in front of this room full of you know varying fitness levels, but some really fit people that can do amazing things. And at the end of the day, I like being good at things, as, as most of us do. Uh, and it was really about not wanting to embarrass myself. Myself. So I was so pleased with the fact that I had achieved this. Then uh, going back to the gym this week, the, the box jumps came up again because the, the gym r- routines, the actual workouts change all the time. And so anyway, it was really funny because I had to do them again. And so I did three rounds of them. And the funny part of this story is, is that whilst I was so proud of myself because realistically I've trained harder this week than I ever have trained before, probably in my entire life, not just my adult life, is that I'm really bloody sore. Yesterday I was really bloody sore and then I went back to the gym last night to train and I, and I could feel my muscles tightening as, uh, as I was walking out of the gym because I was working parts of my legs that I haven't worked before. Because in the past, I haven't been doing these particular exercises. Um, I've been doing a variation of it, which obviously wasn't hitting the same muscle fibres. So that has inspired today because I think so often, particularly when we're getting started in our exercise journey or we're getting back into our exercise routine because we've had a bit of a break, DOMS is something that can really scare you off versus having an understanding around how it is actually a good thing. Now, do I love the feeling of, of muscle soreness? No, I know some people do. I know some people who train and really love, really love training. Uh, they don't feel like they've achieved if they're not actually sore the next day. Personally, I feel if I'm sweating, uh, then I'm, I'm good. But uh, it's definitely this week, it's a badge of honour that I'm, I'm hobbling around a little bit with, with some soreness because it's an indication I've stepped up my level of training. Now it's about making sure that it doesn't um, scare me off from the gym and it also is important that I manage it well coming out of here because what often people do when they're sore is they actually stop moving altogether, which is one of the worst things you could possibly be doing. Or they poke and prod constantly with either a trigger, um, like a, a, a spiky ball to do trigger points, or they overstretch the area rather than just letting it heal and repair and doing its thing, which it's designed to do. Because as I've mentioned throughout our now 10th episode, I feel like we should have a small party, is that um, there is such thing as a good stress and exercise is definitely one of them and we just need to be able to keep that in a healthy range. So some of you might be actually wondering, well, what causes the soreness? Like what is DOMS? Well, it's still an area that's really being researched and also it's still an area that is being researched on the best ways to be able to look after it. But there's some definite theories that are going around now that uh, are in more detail than they were even five, ten years ago. So what the thought is, is that actually what causes a soreness is that through certain types of exercise where you're you're elongating the muscle fibres under tension, is that small micro tears happen within the muscle fibres and that around then those tears is it creates an inflammatory response to protect those muscle fibres while they heal, repair and, and basically regrow. Now, this is the way that people, that it's thought that then muscles actually grow and get bigger is through these micro tears and then the regrowing of the muscles around them. So it definitely can be a good thing depending on what your goals are. It also is a good thing when you're increasing your, whether it's your cardiovascular fitness or whether it's your strength, because to actually increase your strength, you need to increase your load slowly over time. 
So the key to actually coming out the other side of DOMS is making sure, as I mentioned earlier, is that you keep on moving, that you don't just stay still. And within that movement, though, is that you keep it within a range that you are not going to injure yourself. So you might want to you might want to go hard again the next day. It's probably not the best idea is you just want to make sure you're listening to your body, which is something I talk about all the time is we want to make sure we're listening to our body. We want to make sure that we're actually really nourishing our body as well. So lots, plenty of water, good food if, we've, if we're suffering with some soreness versus what, the, or again, might just be me, the temptation is, is to actually sit on the couch with a bag of chips and feel a bit sorry for yourself bad move. We definitely want to keep good water, make sure we're flushing out our system and we're eating good foods, lots of fruit, lots of veggies um, to help alkalize our system and reduce the inflammation. We talk about it in our, in when we're talking about food and the ability that food has to create inflammation within our gut and within our body. So if our body's already inflamed through the movement that we're doing, we want to make sure we're not adding to that by creating more inflammation through the food that we're actually eating as well. And when it comes to stretching, I touched on it a moment ago, we just want gentle, active stretching. We don't want to try and overstretch that muscle because it's already aggravated. So if you overstretch it, in essence, you're over-aggravating it. You don't want to go OTT over the top with it. You also don't want to trigger point the buggery out of it. It's something that I hear so regularly when people are coming into, into the practice, uh, in my chiropractic practice, where they've they've got soreness and the thing that I ask them, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been rolling it out constantly. And you can actually do that too much where you, you're continuing to break the, the, the muscle fibres rather than allowing it to heal. So I hope that's been helpful today because I think it's an area that gets confused a lot. People that love going to the gym, they thrive on muscle soreness. Those of us, perhaps like me, who are new converts to loving going to the gym, it's not something that I love. I don't get up in the morning going, yes, I'm sore. I get up in the morning going, oh, my God, I'm sore. And I have to really concentrate on reminding myself that this is a good thing for me right now because it shows that I'm improving. And for me, the most important thing is, and I'll be doing it after I, I hit, uh, hit stop on this recording today, is that I get back on the horse, so to speak, get back on the bike and go back to the gym this morning to keep moving to actually try and move some of that soreness as well uh, rather than in the past that would have been my retirement sign from the gym for a period of time. So this week, your action step is to have a look at your training. Are you, number one, we touched on it in our energy equation, but number one, are you actually moving? Um, if you are, fabulous. How can you increase your movement uh, by at least 10 to 20%? So if you're going for a walk, can you quicken up the pace? If you're going to the gym, can you work that little bit harder? Do you need to invest in something like a heart rate monitor, something that I did this week which has made a massive difference um, and we might talk about that on a future episode. Do you need to invest in a heart rate monitor so you can feel safe increasing um, your exercise intensity? Do you need to get back to use that gym membership that you've been paying into their coffers for the last six months and you haven't actually been utilising? Your action step is to really look at how can you increase your movement and your performance by at least 10% over the next seven days. So before I leave you guys today, just the quick top five, our favourite five. High Rotation this week has actually been a playlist from my dear friend, Dr Andrew, in Applecross uh, at, at Live Chiropractic. Uh, 
I have always one of the things that I love about our friendship is is our um, is always getting to hear Andrew's playlist. And so this week I've been borrowing his playlist off Spotify, which is Andy's '90s mix, uh, which has brought back many happy memories uh, and much smiles when uh, many smiles when certain songs come come on to the uh, playlist. So that has been high rotation. Has been a whole playlist this week. Uh, it's been a slow reading week this week for me. So book of the week is actually still breaking the habit of being yourself. Uh, I haven't been reading as much this week just with a few different things going on. So it's definitely a goal of mine over the next seven days is to get back into that. And I suppose the reminder in that for me is that I'm certainly not perfect and none of these things happen all the time. Uh, It's something that I'm working on making more habits out of so that it doesn't fall off quite so much. I hope that made sense. My my de-stress this week, pop my teeth back in, has actually been exercise. The last few weeks I I decreased my exercise because of a a particular um, nutrition protocol that I was doing and so it was really lovely to actually get back into the gym. I realised and my partner does consistently laugh at me at the moment for saying this because it would never have come out of my mouth less than three less than three uh, months ago, is I actually really miss going to the gym and I missed, I missed the de-stress of actually moving in and getting a good sweat on. Quote of this week is, get the inside right and the outside will follow. Sometimes we spend far too much time actually worrying about what's going on the outside rather than getting the internal performance right, whether that's our brain-body connection and our nervous system working right, whether that's actually getting that movement right, whether we're actually eating right, whether it's just from a soul perspective of getting our, our mind and our soul right and our spirit right. And final thought for today is where is your comfort zone right now and how can you shift it by at least 10%? just 10%. It's not much. I'm not asking you to to change, to reinvent the wheel. It's just shifting things up by 10%. Because when it comes to our comfort zones, if we don't shift the whole zone, we will end up falling back into our old habits. But that's definitely an episode for another time. So BQS listeners, enjoy actioning your step this week and increasing your movement by 10%. I'm looking forward to catching you next episode. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.